We are quickly approaching an Orwellian society absent of free speech. Though we don't have an official thought police yet, people act like they wear the badge. It seems the highest guiding ethic of our time is agree with me or else. All parties are to blame here, Republican, Democrat, pro-choice, pro-life, believer, atheist, etc. and so on, we're all guilty. Social media seems to bring out the worst in all of us. Now I get that there are certain beliefs that are so personal that we feel attacked when someone challenges our viewpoint. But we need free speech and we need a nation of listeners. We don't need to be protected from ideas that threaten our own. Progress is always thwarted when opposing viewpoints are ignored, or worse, silenced. So in the hope, perhaps it is a naive hope, that we don't want a society absent of free speech because we desire progress and freedom, here are just three ways to graciously and effectively talk about potentially contentious positions. Number one, don't assume the other person is a lazy, ignorant idiot. Seems like common sense, right? You shouldn't expect a good conversation when you begin by calling the other person dumb. Now, of course, there are plenty of lazy, ignorant, idiotic people in the world, but don't assume that the person you're talking with is that person. Why do so many conversations begin with something like, if you would just read the Bible, do we really believe that the only reason anyone could think differently than us is because they are obviously too lazy and willfully ignorant to have not read on the subject? If you want people to respect your words, avoid condescension. It's quite belittling to assume that someone doesn't think like you simply because they've not taken the time to study the issue. This is just an intellectually lazy way for you to engage an issue. Don't do it. Rather, afford people the courtesy of assuming they've studied the issue and have a reason for their belief. Then ask some questions to find out their level of understanding. This is good for the conversation because it gives you an appropriate starting point. But it's also good for you. If you keep accusing people of ignorance, there will come a time when someone calls your bluff and lists off a host of sources on the topic that you've not read. What are you going to do then, besides look like a blabbering hack? Number two, don't assume the other person is an unchristian, racist Nazi. I love it when someone calls me evil just because I don't endorse their particular view of morality or their political agenda. Actually, I admit it. That is why I think like I think and not like you. I'm Satan, and I hate people. Seriously, though, how many conversations have you been a part of where that's the accusation? I'm sure you've heard something like, if you really loved people, you would support X. Or if you were really a Christian, you would vote for Y. Do we really believe that people only think differently than us because they are rotten, foul monsters? If you want to have an effective and persuasive conversation, avoid slandering people by attacking their character. Most people are good. They are decent people that love their kids, their neighbors, and their country. Respect people by assuming they are motivated by good intentions, and then ask questions to uncover their motive rather than accuse. But let's be careful here. A person's position is not wrong just because their motivation is wrong. It's best just to avoid character assassinations as they are merely rhetorical stunts that may sway an audience but do nothing to prove that you are right. Ad hominem attacks are very useful when you need to change the topic, and they are used by the people that know they will be beaten in a debate if the issue takes center stage. Number three, don't assume you have mastered the topic. Now I know you just finished freshman psychology and the table of contents on that book and all, but you don't know everything. 
You have been wrong before. You were wrong about something yesterday. Embrace this reality and embody more humility in your conversations. You're not fooling anyone by pretending to be the expert. Now, some of you are, fair enough, but even experts aren't experts in all things. And eventually we all find ourselves in conversations that are out of our field. Humility is required by us all. If you want people to listen to you, avoid patronizing them by lecturing like an expert. People can spot a phony a mile away and won't be persuaded just because you seem like a know-it-all. Moreover, you should leave room in your mind for growth. Take seriously the objections to your position and study more. Reflect on the challenges you have been presented. Let us all seek the betterment of our society through gracious and free speech.